It's Thursday, July 22nd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. More than 20,000 firefighters and other personnel battled dozens of wildfires across the western U.S. Wednesday as dry, windy weather and potential thunderstorms threatened to hinder containment efforts and smoke from fires affected air quality as far away as the East Coast. The bootleg fire in South Central Oregon, the largest fire in the U.S. currently, expanded to 394,000 acres by Wednesday with 32% containment. Wind and dry vegetation have helped fuel the fast-moving fire and pushed some of the 2,250 firefighters assigned to the incident off the front lines and into designated safety areas for 10 consecutive days. States unveiled a historic $26 billion settlement with drug companies to resolve thousands of opioid crises lawsuits, paving the way for communities across the country to secure a jolt of funding to address an epidemic and painkiller addiction that hasn't abated. The nation's three largest drug distributors, McKesson Corporation, Amerisource Bergen Corporation, and Cardinal Health Incorporated, and drug maker Johnson & Johnson, have been negotiating the deal for more than two years, but Wednesday's announcement signifies an important milestone that could clear the way for money to be received by states as soon as early next year. Senate Republicans blocked an effort to begin debate on a bipartisan infrastructure deal still under negotiation Wednesday. The lawmakers said they expected to close in on a final agreement by early next week. The vote failed with 49 in favor and 51 against, short of the 60 needed to open debate. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer switched his vote to no, which he said gave him the option to bring the bill up again. Senate Democratic leaders had hoped to start the process Wednesday of moving both the infrastructure bill and a separate $3.5 trillion package of childcare, education, anti-poverty, and climate provisions expected to pass with only Democratic votes. Around the world, mobile phone internet service in Iran is being disrupted, a week into protests in the country's southwest over water shortages, unrest that has seen at least three people killed. Internet access advocacy group netblocks.org attributed part of the disruption to state information controls or targeted internet shutdowns. It identified the outages as beginning July 15th when the protests began in Khuzestan amid a drought affecting the oil-rich region neighboring Iraq. While landline service continues, NetBlocks warned its analysis and user reports were consistent with a regional internet shutdown intended to control protests. Back in the U.S., President Biden will meet at the White House with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky on August 30th, the White House said, amid tensions between Washington and Kyiv over a controversial Russian natural gas pipeline. The visit will affirm the United States' unwavering support for Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity in the face of Russia's ongoing aggression in the Donbas and Crimea, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said in a statement, adding that the visit will also focus on energy cooperation and Mr. Zelensky's efforts to crack down on corruption in the country. And then there's this. 
Athletes on the Norwegian women's beach handball team are being punished for wearing shorts rather than bikini bottoms during a recent game, with the European Handball Federation leveling fines over a case of improper clothing. Norway's team gave advance warning to officials at the European Beach Handball Championship that the athletes would wear shorts rather than bikini bottoms when they faced Spain in a bronze medal game Sunday. The Norwegians lost that game, but they also said they were proud to make a statement by playing in shorts instead of bikini bottoms. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.